0: Welcome to the XYZ Experiment Podcast. I'm Fiona, 53, and I'm Gen X. I'm
1: Dash, I just turned 39, and I'm a millennial.
0: I'm Amelia, I'm
2: 27, straddling the confusing line between Gen Z and millennial. My question to you, does trash TV belong in the trash?
0: No, I love trash TV. I love it, it's my guilty pleasure. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so tell me what you think trash TV actually is. What counts as trash TV? Because is your trash my non-trash? I feel like anything
2: made uh, by Channel Nine, Ten, or Seven that <laughs> occupies between the time slot of seven to nine thirty on a weeknight is probably a pretty good, pretty good basis. So reality TV. Yeah.
0: You know that that sort of TV actually started in Australia, don't you? sylvania waters mm.
2: what was Have that? you watched it no it's on youtube um but essentially it was set back in the early 90s abc and it was look- wasn't
0: it that did it. um
2: yeah correct yeah. Mm-hmm. and it explores a family who live in sylvania waters in sydney which is quite a, it's quite a nice area it's aged a bit now but back then it was very swanky um and it looks at struggles of just like middle class Australian life, and yeah, it was pretty groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. Like it was the alcoholism. first in the world
0: to follow a family. Mm. Yeah, wow. Yeah, didn't you not know that, Dash? No. Ah, there you go. Australia was Australia the start of that. Leading the way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> see, I feel like there's reality TV, and then there's reality reality TV, like the um, Struggle Street by the SBS, where like you really see how reality is.
0: So I heard it got very big in Australia because. Um, they have to have so much local content on the TV and mm. by having it as a reality TV, it's actually quite cheap for them to do yeah. in comparison to doing like a sitcom or something like that.
2: Do you guys know anyone who's been on a reality TV show?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I have a friend who was okay. on The Amazing Race. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago. So she was on The Amazing Race. Um Yeah, and I I mean, I'd love to go on The Amazing Race. That's the one I would like to be on. (laughs) I think it would be
2: so bloody
1: stressful. I would just be like,
0: no. I don't know anyone else. How about you girls? Well, I
1: just like know, like, within circles of friends, people who've been on, like, MasterChef and um, those types of things. And I guess... um, one of the seasons of The Block was right next to our workplace, so we would see all of those guys. <laughs> they were all at the same coffee place that we were all going to, so we, we kind of got talking to those guys as well. But um, that's probably the extent of it. What about you, Amelia?
2: I know quite a few people who have been on, like, Farmer Wants a Wife. I knew a <laughs> lot of people in Love Island Season 2. And it's interesting when I know people well, not well, but I know them enough that seeing the edit of them on the show is so bizarre. You're
0: like, uh. Do you know, the thing about those shows, though, is for me, a lot of them have really jumped the shark, particularly all those loved ones, you know, like The Bachelor and Love Island and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I've got to admit, I don't watch them. But when I see something like an article or I see a TikTok on them and they're going, I'm here to find the love of my life, I think, no, you're not. You're
2: You're here to find an Instagram following. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, I
0: always just think... No, you're not like you're really not. It's you're here to get your name out there and to build your brand and are you, are you kidding me? Now, I know some people do find love on those shows and great, like good on them, but I don't think most of them are there for that. So
1: tell me what you do watch and whether or not you think it belongs in the trash then.
2: I do love a real Housewives. I know it's all fake, but it's like.
0: The Real Housewives is my favourite, right? I I only like certain certain ones, so I like the Australian ones and I like Roni, of course, New York and Beverly Hills. They're my favourite, right? Beverly Um,
2: Hills is Lisa Vanderpump.
0: Oh my God, still (laughs) my heart. I love her. So anyway, I was um, in Melbourne and I was in a shop and I was actually picking something up from a shop, a dress shop and they were filming Real Housewives in there when I went to pick Ah. it up. And all the shop assistants were dressed to the absolute nines. And, and this is the Real Housewives of Melbourne before it had actually come out, its first episode. Ah. So I didn't know who they were or anything like that, like who the, the people were in it. But I knew, uh, they told me, they said, oh, they're just filming Real Housewives, you know. So there's these two housewives talking by this bunch of clothes and um, and they're talking away and they're filming it and then they stop and then... The producer goes up to them and says, that was great. Now, I need you to speak a little bit louder and a little bit meaner. And they went, okay. And then they did it. And I was standing there going, it wasn't as... As casual and as relaxed and as real as I thought, you know what I mean? And so Mm. when um, the show came on, of course, I watched to see, I knew I wouldn't be in it, but I I watched to see that scene, you know, a little bit louder and a little bit meaner. And then I couldn't sort of take everything at face value anymore because I thought, well, if you have been directed to do that, Mm. then it's just to create a story. It's not really real life or I don't know if I ever really thought it was real life, but it it was quite a shock for me to see
2: personally love RuPaul's Drag Race for that reason, because I feel like it's just so elevated and extra that it's, you know, it's scripted and you know that it's just done to the nth degree, but that's part of being a drag queen. So it's, it's trash, but it's like artistic trash. I love it. There's always typical edits and every reality TV show is like this. There's certain edits that people get lumped with. So actually, actually, I know one of the people who was on the most recent I've known a few people on the Australian drag race. One of them was like the young upstart edit and like, he's a lovely guy, but he was, yeah, really did not get a favorable edit. I think there's a lot of drama that comes out afterwards because they very much create what they want to be put out in terms of the way that people get stitched up with costumes and,
0: you know. It must be hard when you're edited as the bad guy, you know what I mean? When you get the villain edit. That must be really hard. And I love it when some people own the villain edit. Like yeah. I love it. Like in Lego Masters, I'm thinking of a villain edit that was done and this guy absolutely owned it. Um, Or or then you get the people who get the villain edit who are so upset about it afterwards, you know, that they... Yeah. they but someone has to be the villain. Someone has to be the villain.
2: <laughs> what edit do you think you guys would get if you were on a TV, reality TV show?
0: Not the edit that I want. I would get the editors in that, you know, the earth mother, the one who looks after everybody, who's kind to everybody, but they vote her out as Survivor because she's not fit enough and can't go up the rope on her own.
2: (laughs) What would you get, Amelia? I would 100% get the villain edit. 100% because the producers would get so frustrated with me, I think, that they'd just be like, stuff you, this is what you get.
0: Well, you and you would own it, I reckon.
2: (laughs) Yeah, probably (laughs) because I don't, I don't fit, especially like on a dating show. I, and this is why I would never go on a dating show. Mm. I don't fit like the girl next door sweet, like, Oh, everything's happy days. And I don't fit, I don't fit a lot of the the fun, good
0: edits, you know, like there's
2: always like the love interest that like, they're really cute, but it doesn't quite work out. I would be the villain a hundred percent. You
0: wouldn't be the intellect. You might be the intellect.
2: The, the intellect is often the villain, though.
0: Yeah, true. But that's yeah, you would definitely be the intellect.
2: Yeah, you I would You wouldn't be
0: the I... dumb villain, that's for sure.
2: No, I would be this, like, schemy villain. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay with that. I, I accept and I understand that, so.
0: <laughs> How about well, you, Dash? Well, I
1: don't watch any of those shows, right? So you don't, don't watch any watch... trash TV? No, well, no, I do, but it's not that. So I guess my trash tv um started yeah. when i went to a conference well scott was at a conference in washington dc and we were there for nine days i don't know why we we're there for such a long time but <laughs> um so i was in this hotel and often on my own and so after i'd do any sightseeing i'd come back and i'd be exhausted and i'd just sit in the bed and watch say yes to the dress i and love I that show. Obsessed with that dress like um that show just absolutely smash out seasons of that show. Uh, I mean, I'm not looking for a wedding dress. I got married 16 years ago. It's not even something, but I just love the dynamics and the, the um, drama. Yeah. The drama and the like, overbearing you know, the people, mother-in-law and particularly when you watch say yes to the dress Atlanta or, you mm-hmm. know, like the Southern mm-hmm. Americans and they're so young and their mothers in are so like, you can't wear that to church. Like, you know, it's so interesting. (laughs) I also watched Indian Matchmaker, um, Mm. which was quite an interesting show. But other than that, I probably, like I never watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians or any of the other real wives kind of shows. Um, Oh, I do love anything to do with fashion or houses. So anything mm. to do like next in fashion, I used to really love. And so I'm looking forward to season two and I love anything about tiny houses. Not that I'd ever live in a tiny house ever, <laughs> but I find it fascinating or anything about Renaults and I used to watch the block until I, it made me anxious cause they'd fight too much, like yeah. the anxiety of it. And so this is where i am kind of like, does trash TV belong in the trash? I think it depends on how it makes you feel. Like if you watch it and you're feeling like it's funny and ha and a bit of escapism, sure. But I think there's a point where sometimes the character drama becomes like, I just finished a day of work and that was the drama I was also witnessing, even Mm. if it's a different type of work. Do I want to watch that?
0: Probably not. Mm. Have you noticed the tone of some of the trash TVs, though, have changed quite a bit? So, you know, I'm thinking um, like Project Runway. Um, they've got rid of a lot of the drama and making it more about the fashion and yeah. the making of it. And Heidi Klum um, has now got a new one called um, Making the Cut uh, with Tim. And um, that tends to be more aspirational as well. Like, I, And I love that change of tone that they do mm. now. They yeah. don't tend to have the villain cut anymore and they tend to... Um, you know, really upheld people in their talents. I I actually love that more than, Mm. and let them bully each other and show all that. That might still happen, but they're not showing it in the, the edit or the cut anymore. Yeah. But, you know, saying that, the new season of Survivors coming up and I really like Survivor Australia. And, you know, it's the villains and heroes. I'm like, oh, thank God. You know, yeah. just, a villains and heroes episode. Because at least the villain people, they know they're coming in as villains and they're going to own it and, yeah. and play up to that. And already in my head I'm working out, oh, who's the villains from previous episodes? God, I hope they're in it. And things like this. Oh, Fiona, you would 100% get the hero edit. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I love that. <laughs> I just wish I was a bit younger now. You know, I see some of those things and I think... Just um, do it. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't it be great? I couldn't do Survivor because I can't have a type 1 diabetic.
2: <laughs> but maybe you can be like, you guys are being ableist and you
0: <laughs> on. Yeah, but we still don't want to die. <laughs> I don't pass the medical. Yeah, I don't pass the medical for that. <laughs> so, you know, with reality TV shows, so one of my sisters and I, only one, I've got, you know, there's four of us. Two have no understanding how we can watch trash TV. Like, they laugh at us. Two of us are obsessed with it. And, like, we'll actually text each other about the episode we just watched. Um, We'll say whether it's good or it's bad. Like, we we actually we, or, you know, I'll say to her, have you watched the, did you watch Roni? And she was like, nah, worst season ever. You know, like we do all these different things. And, but what she's really jealous of is my husband secretly watches it with me. So you don't think he's watching, right? And he's in the background. And then all of a sudden a comment will come up and he'll go something like, can't believe lisa Rinna just did that or i can't believe she just said that (laughs) and he knows their names and he knows like like is he gonna be okay with the fact you're outing his like guilty pleasure it's hilarious it's hilarious so like like he wouldn't care if he missed an episode but i actually wait till he's in the room before i turn it on because i know he, he is secretly behind me watching it. So when I talked to my sister about it, she was like, her husband doesn't like it at all. And it's really sad for her because they can't discuss the episode. Whereas I could discuss the episode with my husband. I could say, oh, can you believe that she did that? And he's got an opinion on it. You know, I, I love it. I love it. So <laughs> Although he would say that he doesn't watch any trash TV, but he definitely watches that. Definitely. The Real Housewives, they really put themselves out there. You've got to admire Mm. how much they give themselves to the public, you know. And then when it goes sideways, that's just – that's just terrible. You think of – is it Teresa Giudice who went to prison Mm. and her husband as well? Mm. You know, like so public and so – yeah.
2: Season one of Beverly Hills Housewives as well. After season one, um, one of the women's husbands actually – Um,
0: Yeah, he
2: committed suicide. suicide. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. And it was interesting. Well, it's really sad. But but not because of the
1: show. Well.
2: It worries me a bit is the amount of time people in my age group spend sometimes. And it's like a religious thing in the sense that they will sit down when Batshee's on or Love Island season's on. There's a lot of nights the week that this thing is on. Like, I think it's like maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're playing this. And it goes for a lot of hours, like two hours. And then there's like Batchy after hours or Love Island after hours. It's further content. And so people are sitting there sometimes for like three or four hours a night, watching this show about other people finding love and they themselves, like, it's like a fantasy that they are living. Is it filling a void for them? Like wanting to get out and meet people, but they don't want to necessarily put themselves out there. Like, I, I think
0: sometimes it can be a bit pernicious. Is that mm. watching life go by, you know, a like, you're, not, like look, you're being voyeuristic. You're watching someone else's life without actually living your own Yeah, you think, and or it's something like that.
2: A little bit. And that's the thing that I worry it kind of becomes when you spend that much time each week watching that sort of content. It's, I don't want to sound like I'm attacking people for watching it, but it does worry me. I know that they're not getting out necess- like they catch up with friends and stuff, but they're not meeting new people to make that. It's like a dream. It's sort of a fairy tale that is being curated that they're watching and whether that taints their ability to find that for themselves. I don't know.
1: I mean, that's a really interesting observation. And I think, yeah, it will be something to watch but it just reminded me I don't know if you watched You've Got Mail with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks she has a line in that about reading books and being someone who loves to read and she makes a comment let me see if I can get it right something like I sometimes wonder whether when I'm reading books what I read reminds me of my life or whether then when I'm living life it reminds me of what I've read so it's it's Mm. almost a similar kind of concept that this kind of stuff can take over your life and then you're not living life and then suddenly you'll have moments in life where you go, oh, that reminds me of what was on TV mm. that I was watching as opposed to watching something on TV and saying that reminds me of my life. And so I wonder yeah. if and we're if now comes... in that
0: phase. The only thing about a lot of this trash TV now is it's, it's almost like a, a nod and a wink to the audience now that they know, mm. they, they now, now you think back to the original Big Brother where they just laid about the house all day, did the bum yeah. dance. It was so <laughs> innocent. Nobody, you know, there was no, you know, nod and wink to the audience at all. But now on these reality TVs, I think the people really curate themselves quite a bit as well, mm. thinking about where is this leapfrogging me to? What, what am I going to do next with this? What image do I need to portray? And so I think some of the reality TV, it's almost like a a melodrama nowadays. It's almost like a TV series. Jumping the shark a little bit, you know, it just becomes... They're Mm. too aware. They're too aware now, you know. So a lot of that spontaneity and joy, I think, is gone. And I think about that with those... I think that's why I don't watch any of those love programs at all. Because to me, um, it's not really looking like maybe the first Bachelor would be quite different. I think people, as I go back to, I think they're there for very different reasons to finding love.
1: But I wonder also, like, how do you feel about the shows like American Idol and um, Got Talent, whatever that- Australia's Australia's Got got Talent. talent. Because at least that's quite upfront. Like they're looking to get recognized for being a performer or whatever it might be. Whereas in for some of those other shows that you've just mentioned, I oh, I
0: do love a trash show though that that has talent. Mm. I really do enjoy talent. If if they've got the talent and they bring it, I think that's exceptional. And if that's the only way that they can get a record deal and things like that. The only thing mm. that I I don't get though and I'm going to go back to MasterChef again. Don't get me wrong, I think MasterChef's a fine show. But when they get kicked out or they're about to be kicked out and they're sobbing to the camera going, "This was my one Yay. chance." And this is a, and I think, no you can leave here and go to culinary school. Like you can actually do that and you can actually become a chef. You don't have to do this on MasterChef. Like this isn't your one chance. This is a good opportunity, but you can go and leave here and go and do culinary school and you can actually become a chef. I think a lot of the people who would have gone on to those shows originally and now sort of doing their own thing on youtube and tiktok anyway yeah you know only fans yeah 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 and only fans yeah they're they're becoming the masters of their own destiny and able to you know get the money that way if they can get themselves out to the public and things like that
2: now i think about it i'm like shit i know a lot of people who've been on a lot of different
0: tv shows yeah Well, you're in that age group, I reckon. Yeah, that's the everybody gets cast. Yeah, you're in your 20s and that seems to be the range, you know, for, for the age the age group for much of this sort of trash TV sort of stuff, you know. So what's your top three reality trash shows that you like to watch?
2: Number one, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Love, 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 love. Unashamedly so. Like, I will go to all the live stage shows. They're amazing. I would say housewives as well. I do enjoy. <laughs> How
1: about you, Dash? Um, I probably would say, well, see, this is like I'm still kind of thinking about what are my reality TV shows that I watch and I think mine are quite different because like, I do watch Bondi Vet until it gets too sad and then I have to turn off because um, the animal has to survive for my liking. Um, And then definitely all uh, permutations and combinations of say yes to the dress. Mm. Um, And the other thing I do find fascinating, but very different to, I guess, uh, again, the shows that you guys are watching, shows like Couples Therapy. Yeah, you get to see real life couples going through (laughs) counselling. So it's not funny, but interesting. I think it's really an interesting show to kind of unpack how and why and the impact it can have Mm. on a relationship.
0: How about you, Fiona? Uh, My top three are Real Housewives, Beverly Hills. That's my favourite one. My second is Survivor Australia. I really like Survivor a lot. I particularly loved the one where they had all the celebrities in it, the the Janine Ellis one. That was exceptional. That was so good. And then my third one is like Making the Cut and Project Runway. I love those shows. I really love them. They're the three that I'll, I'll probably watch every episode. Um, a lot of the other ones, uh, if I get an episode and I see a guy, yeah, great, I've seen an episode, but I don't have to go back and watch all of it. But it's interesting through our generations to just see the different the different ones that we, we like. I feel like Gen X is quite similar to Millennials in that we like all that gossipy, gossipy yeah. sort of stuff, you know. Just And then um, it's interesting hearing you, Dash. I almost think like... Yours is a reflection of your academic background? Yeah, I think
1: so. I feel like mine are really serious. And I was just thinking, what else do I want? Like, Waterforce? Like, I mean, God, I watch Uh, Waterforce.
0: (laughs) Waterforce. Hi, Fiona here. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the XYZ Experiment podcast. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. If you enjoyed our show, tell all your friends and family and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at the XYZ Experiment for all the latest updates and news. Our original music was composed and performed by Luke Champion.